Welcome to Virtual Theater, the podcast all about video game movies and the stories that shaped them. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Gooey Fame. Goo, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. We're on a podcasting spree today. This is our second show of the day. And uh, you know what they say, first the worst, second the best. And ain't that the truth? Oh, <laughs> uh, you gotta, you could not not get a dig in at tr- Triforce Heroes, even over here. We, ju- <laughs> we just... We just finished recording Triforce Heroes AMA. I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with myself actually. I didn't plan that line. That was that was a clever line. That was clever. Yeah, you had a couple good zingers too <laughs> on the other pod. You should you should see the smile on my face. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um all right. Well, from one video game to another video game movie that is. Uh we are here today to talk about Rampage, which of course stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as well as Naomi Harris and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, directed by Brad Payton and released April 13th, 2018. You know what? I I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but uh, <laughs> I had fun. Yeah, yeah. I uh, This is my second time seeing the movie. I saw it back when it came out in theaters, and uh, it was like... On opening weekend, I remember there was like a lot of kids there, and it seemed like they were all having fun. Um, and it's that kind of movie, but yeah, it's not it's not great by any means. But no, <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's got it has some fun moments. Um, yeah, so I mean, like you know, if you've seen a rock movie, you've probably seen this movie without uh, without even having to yeah. watch it ever. But well, not only because yeah, the that Brad Payton, this is the third rock movie he's made. He made uh, um, San Andreas and uh, Journey to the Mysterious Island or whatever I think it's called. But he's basically made this same movie a few times with The Rock. And then The Rock has also gone on to make this kind of movie a right. lot. A so, lot. Yeah, that's um, that's the thing is like, that's what's more disappointing. Like, it's like, yeah, it's fine, it's fun, but it's like, you almost want it to be better, because... We'll, we'll talk about that yeah, yeah. when we get there. I I agree, I made some notes towards the end of the movie, but uh, uh, really quickly, I want to say, did you ever watch the first Journey to the Center of the Earth with Brendan Fraser? I did back in the day, but I don't really remember it that much. I don't really remember it at all, actually. I have to admit something to you. I, I love that movie. I think it's, like, really, really good. Like, really good. Like, way better than it has any right to be, actually. Mm. I like um, Brendan Fraser as, as the star of a movie. and He was awesome. Man, yeah. he was good. And, like, the kid that was in that movie, he was the kid from The Hunger Games. Like, he was also awesome. There's this really great scene with, like, the two of them kind of finding, yeah, like, the kid's dad and... Man, it was it was such a good movie, and it, like this, it, it came out right before Avatar did, and I remember just kind of being like, "Whoa, the three D in this movie looks so cool." <laughs> of course, like Avatar came out like a month later, Boy, and it was, like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, cool. I, I, like I the, have really fond memories of that movie. A good underdog movie. That's yeah. kind of like why I kind of want to get behind Rampage. I I did for a while after first seeing it, and then kind of rewatch. It like it's harder to like get as enthusiastic about it, but I still I still like it. Right. I I think that one thing for me, and this is really going out there, 
But like one thing for me is, is I, I don't know if you'd agree. I actually, I bet you, you would agree with this goo. I feel like the rock in a certain way has become a little bit more. How do I say this? Like unlikable maybe is, is the word, um, mm-hmm. but which, which like by all accounts, he seems like such a nice, genuine, great guy, but like, you kind of see him posting pictures with like Jeff Bezos and like Nick Khan, and it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, like, he's not it, like this. Well, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you for sure with that. And then I also like, I don't know if this is something that's changed, but like when I do see him post like regular videos or whatever on, uh, you know, people <clears throat> share his like Instagrams and stuff, and he's kind of got yeah. this like motivational workout vibe. It, it to me feels like he's about to start selling me like vitamin supplements. Like it feels slightly inauthentic, even though like, but like, like you said, I, I do think he seems like a nice guy, but then like, I, he also seems like, I guess he's just cause he's a celebrity, but he feels like he does have kind of a m- manufactured persona a little bit. And I think I get that from his movies too, where he's kind of got, you know, he, yeah. has, he has a very specific way of presenting himself um, it, he reminds me of a lot of people of that ilk, like John Cena. I get that from where they're like, it's slightly artificial, you know, and you, you, it's hard to see past the veil a little bit. Um, I had a weird kind of comparison that I was thinking of actually, and that was to Ellen DeGeneres, who seems oh, okay. like for so long, Ellen seemed like just the nicest, most like down to earth, awesome. You want to grab a beer with her kind of celebrity which is how I would describe The Rock as, as well. And, and of course, you know, she kind of had, uh, I don't know, what would you call it, like a fall from grace or a fall from public opinion and anyways. Um, and I, right, I, I'm yeah. not I'm not saying that The Rock is, like, exactly the same, but, like, I, I do feel like some of that is is probably a little bit of a put-on. And maybe they're, I, I don't know, I don't really yeah. even know what I'm trying to say here, but it's I think that, like, that yeah. kind of affects how I view Rock movies, too. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. And, well, and I think it, for me, it's a little bit like they go hand in hand. I also, I thought, I think maybe part of it, maybe I'm letting rock movies also affect how I view of him. Cause I, I don't know what it is, but I remember I used to go to like all his movies. Cause I was, I was like a fan of his when I was like into wrestling and he became an actor. And we, we've talked about a lot of his earlier movies that I think are, he takes bigger swings or whatever. And then for a while I would, I would go to a lot. I saw that like Hercules movie. I didn't think it was very good, but I was like, oh, yeah, but The Rock is cool, you know, and I like the fast movies. Uh, I, I was like, yeah, The Rock is cool. And then honestly, I think it I think it was Hobbs and Shaw. It like turned my perception of him where I was like this movie. It I feel like it could be way like if I was so hyped coming up out to out to it. But then I felt like that was when I first really noticed like, oh, yeah, like The Rock isn't really It'll happen sometimes, but he's not really going to make a movie where his character is as interesting, even as like Doom, which we talked about, isn't really that good of a movie. But I feel like he just let so much different. He had like a different range, you know, and he was willing to be portrayed in certain ways where now it's like it does feel a little bit like he won't go there. And so I think that's also I think they kind of go hand in hand where I like that sort of affects how I view him just publicly, too. We're, we're kind of, I actually made this note at the end of the movie and I was going to bring it up then, but we're kind of talking about it now. So I like, do you just yeah. want to go oh, there now? Like, yeah, that's fine. I, I, so watching this movie and we'll go through the movie. 
Um, we'll get there. But like watching this at the end, I was I was like, this is this is this is a perfectly fine movie. But I I do think that like, and I think that The Rock is a good actor. Like I think that he's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, funny. Definitely. I think his comic timing is good. I think he's a great action hero. But like, I, I was watching this and I was just like. I think, and you know, who the hell I'm some some guy in Calgary, Alberta. The Rock is like worth a billion dollars, but like, I was like, I think that The Rock like needs to challenge himself. Like he he hasn't challenged himself in like at least I don't know. I would say ten years at, at the movie theaters. Like he kind of plays the same character in every movie where there there's not that much difference between. The character in this movie and the character in Jumanji and the character in San Andreas mm. and the character in Baywatch and, you know, you go down the list and, like, I think the thing for me is, like, um, I don't know, like, it's it's kind of wearing a little bit thin because, like, The Rock is never vulnerable, like, ever. Um, and I'm yeah. not talking, like, like physically in a movie. I, I think that, you know, he did Skyscraper where he had the prosthetic leg or whatever. But, like, I, I feel like in his movies, like, emotionally, he's just, like, not very vulnerable ever. Like, he's very calm, it's very cool, collected, machismo. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. I have a very, like, uncharitable comparison. Because um, he's definitely way more charismatic than this. But I just in terms of, like... The way he chooses to present himself, he. I've been watching a lot of Steven Seagal movies. Oh no, I knew you were gonna say that. I knew it. Ugh. And it's it almost has the same thing where it's like a lot of his movie. It's like he's the coolest guy. He's good at everything. He's always like, uh, I watched one last night where he's a, a survivalist, but he used to be in the CIA, and that's all of them. He's a virologist, but he used to be special for- forces. In this, The right. Rock is a primatologist. But he used to be special forces, so you know he can do everything. He's a badass. You know, you'd, like, never really think he's in danger, you know? And then, yeah, like, emotionally, it's always just kind of, like, they've got a lady, and, like, the the best thing, (laughs) because that, that, the, like, love story, it just, it doesn't really work. It's just, like, yeah, he's cool, of course. Like, the the best thing this movie has going for it is that, I it works with uh I think just George is cool and you and you're like yeah, yeah I love him hanging out with George and it's like he gets a boost from from that a little bit. Yeah, I totally agree. That that's the best thing about this movie, I feel like. Um Byron, let's let's get there. Let's go back. Okay. Let's talk about this movie. And let's talk about George actually. So George the Gorilla and Ralph the Wolf are both uh, named after their compatriots in the uh, in the Rampage video game. Have you ever played Rampage? I can't say that I oh, have. Oh yeah, I've played a lot of Rampage. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of okay, cool. It's you know originally an arcade game, so it's a little bit designed to like suck up your quarters. But I had like that when I was a kid. I had like the Nintendo sixty four version, so you could just kind of play infinitely. And so it's right. a little. Like, the way I play it, it's like, I'm sure if you get, like, good at it, like, a lot of arcades, you can get, like, good at it or whatever, like, if you're playing Ninja Turtles or whatever. But for me, it's just, you know, you're these animals smashing buildings, and the tone of it's really funny. It's really goofy in the way a lot of, like, 80s, 90s arcade games are, you know, you're, like, eating people and kicking tanks, and so, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun to play, you know, just just for a laugh. Uh, one thing that I always thought stuck out to me was the art style, where it, it almost is like that clay fighter kind of art mm, style, mm-hmm. almost. Um, but I always thought that it looked really awesome. 
Yeah, that is very cool. Yeah, just the tone and like it's even more cartoony than this. Obviously, this this kind of has the thing now. Um, and I think we I feel like we've compared it to like we could compare it to other current video game movies where like they try to make it reminds me of the new Tomb Raiders where they try to make it like feel as much as they can like a serious movie and like not like based on something really goofy um, compared to like the Angelina Jolie ones or whatever. But this one still maintains some of the silliness. So I, I like it. Right. Um. So, yeah, George is the gorilla. Ralph is the wolf and Lizzie is the crocodile. So that's there we go. We can keep track of those guys. Um, here's a fun little tidbit about this movie. <laughs> At the end of April 2018, our boy Uwe Boll demanded, he demanded that Warner Bros. change the name of the uh, upcoming film. Otherwise, he would sue them <laughs> because Uwe Boll's Rampage trilogy, which is unrelated, uh, he claimed that the this movie would shrink his brand and revenue that he could use in future Rampage movies. Aww. So maybe we got a Rampage movie coming our way sometime in the future from Uwe Boll. Rampage 4 or whatever? I hope so. Yeah. That was one... Well, that's sort of something... That's news we didn't really talk about, but that he said he's going to be making another movie, which is cool. But uh, in, in the one uh, interview I posted, like, he... Rampage is one that he brings up, and I've heard other, like critics and like filmmakers like bring it up as like an example of like a good movie of his uh even though it's it's kind of intense or whatever it's like his political movies and i kind of want to see like you know what is the political uve bull movie like that sounds kind of sounds kind of fun uh i i can't wait to watch that on virtual theater we're we're definitely going to watch that oh for sure so yeah i'm sure that that will be good um you noted earlier this is the second video game movie that uh Dwayne Johnson has appeared in the first was was of course Doom which is still all these years later I think one of my more favorite video game movies that we've covered so far and I specifically really liked The Rock in that actually yeah he was great uh, that was that was just a great movie yeah that was another one that I don't feel as bad about it but I feel like I was not very charitable to it when we first watched it but now when I think back about it I think there are a lot of like fun things to remember I obviously remember Doom Monkey Doom Monkey But uh, I think, yeah, The Rock is really cool in that movie. And yeah, like, I that's the type of character I miss is like him having like kind of a hard edge, you know, like that. Now when he does it, it still is like, but he's like fun. He's The Rock. He's the, he's the cool guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, totally agree with what you're saying there. And there are some moments in this movie where I'll bring it up. Um, so I thought that this was kind of interesting, actually, that in this little tidbit here by the way we should do a, a doom commentary maybe for patreon that'd be that'd be fun yes yeah that's a good that's a prime candidate for sure um so at one point in this movie naomi harris says to uh jeffrey dean morgan she's trying to pin down what government agency she he works for and she's like justice league and i thought that this is kind of funny because like there's a lot of actors in this movie that have like played DC characters before. So Jeffrey D. Morgan was Thomas Wayne in Batman versus Superman and the comedian in the Watchmen. Um, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson is of course, black Adam coming up. Malin Ackerman was the silk specter in the Watchmen. And uh, Joe, I can never get this guy's last name, right? Manage the yell man. I can't say it. Me. I was going to try it, but I can't No. Manjan yellow Manjan yellow as death is, is uh, death stroke <laughs> in the justice league too. So like there's lots of, uh, 
DC people showing up in this movie. That's cool. Yeah, I did notice that for a few of them. But also, like, at this point, if you're not in a DC or Marvel movie, like... Yeah, pretty much. You're messing up. You need to get that paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And how about this, Goo? I know that you like this. Both Dwayne Johnson and Jeffrey Dean Morgan were in a Star Trek show. Johnson was the (laughs) champion in Star Trek Voyager. Sunkatsi. Yeah. I just watched that, actually. Did you? Oh, there you go. It's it's hilarious, because it's like... It's like it's in like the late 2000s. So like he's still a wrestler. Actually, you'll appreciate this because Voyager, it used to come on after Smackdown on UPN. And so this is their attempt at doing a crossover show. And in the episode, they go to a planet where they have basically like this, this like MMA uh, ring and like it's he's not even a main character it's just like in the middle act like he's like one of the champions that the voyager actor actress has to fight and he does like the eyebrow he does a rock bottom uh and it's like yeah do you think this is like a very superficial way to like bring in wrestling fans but it was really it's a lot of fun that rocks uh, if you have that clip you got to you got oh, to show it to me post it, that yeah. sounds awesome uh so yeah and and uh jeffrey dean was was in an episode of enterprise too so was he got a little bit of a connection so his character was a i don't know if i'm gonna say this right zindi reptilian zindi okay oh wow okay does that mean anything to you it does yeah enterprise i'm about to watch that show again um and I, ca- I can't even begin to explain to you what, what the Zindi are. It would be too... Uh, <laughs> your eyes would glaze over. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I thought that... It, is Enterprise supposed to be good? I, I thought that it wasn't. Am I right um, with that? So, it, it it got canceled before, like, in its fourth season. They only got to do four, and most Star Trek shows go seven. And it's like, season three and four are, like, kind of when... Uh, the show starts to like figure out what it is. So it's kind of canceled before it's time. It has a little bit of, it's a prequel. So you have kind of like annoying, like they're introducing things just because you know that, but I actually think it's an underrated show, but it, yeah, it it's, I think most people think it's like the weakest. Um, you know, it's funny because I was, uh, I think it was Easter. Yeah. We just had Easter about a month ago and I was talking to some of my cousins from out of town and they're into Star Trek, and I was talking to uh, one of my cousin's husbands, and we're, we're talking about, like, some shows that we're watching, like Mr. Robot and and just, like, Better Call Saul, all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, my, my buddy is really into Star Trek, and, and he's been telling me to, like, get into Deep Space Nine. And both my cousin and my cousin's husband were just like, oh, no, 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 that, that show is, like, the, the worst of the Star Trek series. And I was, like, flabbergasted, because wow. I, I feel like I've heard for so long that it's the best. That's so weird, yeah, because, like, at the time, it, it it's one of those cases where at the time it was not, like, I think most people didn't like it, because it was, like, weird and different, and then now it has a thing where it's become, like, like, most people are like, yeah, that's, like, the really good one, like, it it wasn't appreciated in its time, you know, and I, right. I, I feel like it's pretty rare I meet someone who's, like, big into Star Trek who doesn't think it's at least, like, really good, you know? <laughs> Yeah, well, I I don't know if I 
I don't know if I could say that they're big into Star Trek, but they knew more than I did. So yeah, yeah, I was I was a little bit surprised to hear that. Yeah, that's fair to say. I mean, if you like classic Star Trek, it's a, it's definitely a little different. So, uh, you know, I could still understand that opinion. It's just I feel like I don't encounter it as much. You know. Well, uh, let's let's encounter the start of this movie and, and get <laughs> yeah. going here. So here's the setting. The year is 1993. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <And there's... laughs> that's how every movie should start. Yeah. And there is a technology called CRISPR. CRISPR. <laughs> and CRISPR, I, by the way, I do not think that they mentioned CRISPR again in this movie. They say it in this intro, and I don't think a single soul says the word CRISPR in this movie. Uh, I could the, be wrong. I but. think like the scientist lady does. I don't know. Okay, I, I have to make a confession. I was not watching this in like the <laughs> clearest state of mind. <laughs> well, CRISPR um, is like the lady was like working on it with the company. I, maybe they don't say the name, but yeah. Right. Um, so CRISPR cures diseases and other stuff like that. But in 2016, fast forward, it is deemed a weapon of mass destruction. So it's CRISPR <laughs> is a no go. So yeah, don't use it. Uh, movie starts off hot goo. This we start like, off at a space station. This scene ruled actually. <laughs> I was I was like, because I was watching the the version that you had, and there's like the subtitles and stuff, and I was like, did I did I start the movie like halfway through, or like is this a different movie? Like what's going on? But it was it was like alien in space. They're in this space station, and there's this lady. And she's trying to get off, and the, the evil corp is just like, we're not letting you off until you get our samples back, lady. Sorry. And, uh, you know, it's a really fun sequence where she where she gets these samples, and you kind of see, but you don't see the giant rat that's chasing yeah. her. And then, <laughs> and then the, the space station explodes, and it, this was a fun scene. I, I thought that this was a great open to the movie. See her, like, crashing into Earth, you know, into the atmosphere or whatever. It's so Which insane. is really, yeah. that was bonkers, because, like, usually, like, if someone makes it off the ship, I was expecting the rat to get her, and I was like, okay, she's home free. And then to kind of see, like, d- the dissolving upon re-entry, I-, I actually felt more bad for her that way than if she would have got eaten by the rat. Yeah, for sure, yeah, it was horrific. And, yeah, it's just, like, you just don't know what's going on, and, yeah, like, you think, like, oh, is this someone I should care about? Like, kill him? It's, like... I don't know. It's a little disorienting, but it, it was kind of it was kind of fun, you know. I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I, I was like, all right, this is going to be this kind of movie. Cool. <laughs> um, which, by the way, so what she was retrieving were uh, canisters full of CRISPR, and uh, the the canisters mutated the giant rat into like the well, they mutated a regular rat that is into a giant rat, and uh, the rat killed the crew, destroyed the ship. And uh, the canisters have fallen down to Earth. Yes. There we go. That's how we're going to get the setup. Do you know how it works in the game? The, like, change they made? Uh, no. I had, So I had forgotten about it. And uh, and then I, like, I remembered because when you die in the game, it, it shows this. But, like, and, and it's one of those cases of where I think they did it to make it make more sense, to make it be, like, more of a real movie. But I love the game version so much better, and I kind of wish they kept it because it would have been like wackier and funnier. But in the game, it's like this company that's like, you know, trying to cover it up or whatever. I forget actually what it is, whether it's like toxic waste or nuclear radiation or whatever. But it like 
like these people get it and they like mutate into these monsters <laughs> and when you die in the game you turn into a little like naked person <laughs> well there you go that's why weren't we doing that here yeah it reminds naked me of george yeah it sort of reminds me a little bit of like in um you know how like I don't know if they went through with it, but like, because I saw them and I totally forgot. But like the new Ninja Turtles, where they're like, they, at first they tried to be like, no, they're not mutated turtles, they're like aliens. And people were like, come on, like the original is so much, it's sillier, but it's like fun, you know? Right. But yeah, to be I fair, know. I did like, it did make sense. And I did like just like the element of, it did work with like the rock being buddies with George, you know, like a real ape and not like, not like his friend Blanca got mutated into a monster. <laughs> uh, I I will say that I think that they made the right call because I I was more invested in like the animals because like who who doesn't like it's pretty easy to get invested in animals right because like they don't do anything wrong and like they you know yeah uh, you're you're cheering for them. George so I, I is the star. Yeah, I, I feel like they made the right decision because it's very easy to have a lot of sympathy for these poor animals. Definitely, um, yeah, yeah. So I like that. By the way, is it, when you said Blanca, man, that just reminded me of this this She Hulk business. Oh, okay. Jesus News Christ! <laughs> if you've seen the fucking She Hulk trailer, you would have thought that I made this fucking thing in MS Paint in like twenty minutes. What the hell is that? God damn! Mm. It looks horrible. It looks horrific. I couldn't. I can't believe that that's real. Yeah. She-Hulk. Yeah, I think... And actually, that's no shade to She-Hulk. I've heard that she's a great character. I don't really know anything about She-Hulk, but I mean, come on. That's like... It's like a $200 million budget for this show, and it just looks like absolute dog shit. Yeah, I think they've found that they can just crank these out and, like, you know, that they don't have to actually, you know, spend a lot of resources. They probably have these overworked you know animators and they and they're like yeah whatever like the marvel oh. piggies will eat up any slop we post so who cares seriously they think so little of us that they're just like yeah whatever let's just pump this out as quick as we can and like this is like uve bowl levels of bad like yeah i couldn't even believe it yeah yeah and um and i already thought like i already thought marvel movies like kind of don't really look good and i think no, uh, I think um, it's a. It, I think it's overall a trend too, with just like, you know, the there. I posted an article in there about how like the economics of like producing these shows work and how many shows there are now and how you know it's just like there's just a, an overworked group of uh, you know effects teams, CG effects teams, and uh, it's just kind of leading. Also, and not only is it like you know, shitty and unethical, but it's also like everything's really bland now, <laughs> you know? Horrible. Horrible. Anyways. Yeah. Well, this, of this horrible. T- comes into Rampage in the end as we're, as I yeah. texted you, but. Well, I mean, this pretty much comes in right now because like, like I said, speaking of horrible, we have, we have the rock. He's doing his thing and the rock looks the exact same as he did in San Andreas and as he did in basically every rock movie you've ever seen. He's got the same white t-shirt. He's got the same khaki pants. He's got the same bald head. He's got the same, like he, like 
I don't know, man. Like maybe maybe he needs to like grow a beard or something or like like anything, but mm-hmm. like he just looks exactly the same in every movie, which I feel like, you know, on one hand it's like, okay, fine, like I think the audience knows, like, when you go see an action movie like this, like I mean Arnie looked the same in a lot of his movies too, right? But like so maybe right. maybe that's just like, well, yeah, we're we're going to see The Rock. We're not going to see this Davis character, like we're going to see The Rock. I but do I, I don't know. I do sort of agree, like that for a lot of actors, like you hire them because they have like kind of a a specific um set of tricks, you know, that they do, you know, and Arnold's kind of cool like that. But like they also found different ways to use him, like different ways to portray that sort of character, whether he's like, you know, he could be like an android. And, you know, that's I feel like that was like how they first view him is like. Oh, maybe he, he maybe he's not a great actor, but we can put him like this, and it'll suit him him well. But then you see he's capable of more, so you you know they put him in. He's in like these comedies, and there's some movies where you know like he, even though he it's he's still kind of fundamentally him. Like they find different ways to use him, but it's like they use the rocks sort of character in the same type of thing over and over. You know this this type of event, yeah. they just slightly change it a little bit. You know. Yeah. Um, so we meet George, the white gorilla, the albino gorilla, and George is the rock's best friend and he understands sign language and he's throwing out middle fingers to the rock, <laughs> which is pretty funny. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. That that's a common thing too in like they'll do it a lot in rock movies where like he'll have like a partner and they're both kinda like zinging each other or whatever, and it's how they're both kinda like yes. trying to one up each other. But I, I just think it fundamentally works better when it's an ape and not uh, Jason Statham or Kevin Hart, you know? Like, I, I like George way more than any of his uh, movie counterparts, I think. I 100% agree. And I think I agree because you actually get less bullshit between the two. Like, if it's just, like, the occasional middle finger, like, that's fine. But, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like sometimes, like, rock movies like i'm thinking of like central intelligence they can get distracted with like trying to be clever between kevin hart and the rock and it's just like all right like let's move on like mm-hmm. you know like let's let's get going so that, i i feel like it was fine just like the little middle oh, fingers yeah. or whatever between these guys that really uh, but, derails hobbs and shaw because him and jason statham both like they're even more like because yeah. kevin hart's kind of like a different sort of guy or like jason statham's like we're both really f- fucking masculine and like oh you dropped your balls on the floor mate and like it's just like a whole scene of that over and over and it's like oh my god calm please move on whereas like this yeah it's just like they're occasionally razzing each other you know and it's like oh it's an ape i can't believe he's like ribbing him that's fun and then right like they get on with it well the canisters from the space station have fallen to the earth and they start infecting animals Everywhere, including poor George, who kills a poor grizzly. That was so sad. Oh, my God. Like, snaps (laughs) his neck like he was Bane. And he's like... Just like... I feel so bad for George, too, because he's like, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's hiding out. He's confused. He's he's upset, you know. I was like, oh. That scene was was awesome. And this is what I mean when I think, like, The Rock is a good actor, because, like... He did. He that was a great scene. He did really well in that scene. I thought where he's trying to comfort George. That can't have been an easy scene to act, right? Like, but I, I thought that he did a really good job. And CG monkey, and, and like, pal. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I think they had an actor play this monkey. Actually. Oh, nice, nice. Um, but <laughs> good move. 
I don't know. It's, it's just like, that's what I kind of mean when I'm just like, The Rock should challenge himself more. Because, like, I think that he can rise to the, the occasion when when he needs to. Yeah, um, I agree. I don't know yeah. if you, did you ever see the movie? I think it was called uh, Snitch. I think it was. I, uh, I better look this I haven't up seen that, sure that no. Right. Um, anyway, it's a rock movie, and it's a little bit more of a different rock movie. Yeah, it's called Snitch, where uh, he he's a little bit more vulnerable. It has Susan Sarandon in it, uh, and the mm. actor that plays the Punisher, his name is escaping me. Um, John Bernthal? Yeah, John Bernthal. Oh, okay. And uh, I don't know. It, it was just like a little bit more of a serious, different role for The Rock, and I thought that he excelled. Anyway, my point is that I think he can do <laughs> you know, more than he does, but yeah, let's keep it going yeah, here. There's plenty of examples i could think of too where he's yeah he's in some of my favorite movies and like some of my favorite roles but yeah he's right yeah he's definitely moved away from trying like just going stepping out of the comfort zone i think yeah i agree um so we meet pete from the office and malin ackerman and they are brother and sister bad guys (laughs) who run i can't remember what the the company is called so i just kept on calling them evil corp yeah, yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they they are the ones that built the space station, and they want their canisters back, and they have this military strike team that's trying to get them back. So these are our bad guys here. What did you? Th- I don't know. I thought that these guys were pretty bad, to be honest. Um, I kind of liked them. They're like kind of, like they were kind of the more cartoony, you know, characters that I kind of liked. Like they're a little over the top. Like with their, you know, their evilness, and the one guy's kind of a doof. Um, yeah, I mostly, I mostly like them. I thought they were fun. I thought that Pete was better than Malin Ackerman. I will say that. Okay, <laughs> I agree with you. Um, also, at the same time, we meet Kate, who is Naomi Harris, and she's a, a geneticist or a former geneticist, actually, as we learned for Evil Corp, and she designed the canisters, and she thinks that she can make a cure. And mm. there's our, there's our. Uh, Love interest for The Rock. Yeah, yeah. They're very lukewarm love interests. I feel like that's being that's being generous. <laughs> lukewarm is maybe more than I would say. Yeah, that's that's the thing too in like a lot of rock movies is like th- this isn't the case really so much with this one, but like th- there'll be like a love interest or like I think of um in Hobbs and Shaw again or whatever his character in Fast like they eventually establish like there's one where he's, he's like coaching his daughter's soccer team and all the moms think he's like really hot really sexy or whatever but like he, right. he like doesn't really ooze a lot of like sexual charisma in these movies and like uh, there's not really like ever any chemistry <laughs> I feel like with the characters like him and even his in this interest. movie like the the girl asks him out for drinks like in a first minute of the movie or whatever right yeah it's just kind of like uh okay i don't know what it is because like uh, rock is he's a big handsome attractive muscular guy but it, it, maybe it's just like they feel like it's so obvious but to me like in none of his movies like he's not he's not as like he's not as much of a freak as like Tom Holland, as you've mentioned, but like, I do sort of get that where it's like, yeah, he's, he, he just feels like not very sexy. I don't know. Well, I don't know, but, uh, here I am on a podcast judging how sexy the rock comes up. (laughs) Well, I mean like the, the proof is in the pudding as they say up here in Canada, like the, the, the romance between these two, I thought was like, just, 
ice, ice cold. <laughs> yeah. Ice cold. So, like, when the movie gets to the part where they're separate, he's separated from George, I'm like, okay, I don't care anymore. Let's, and not, and then it becomes uh, him and her, like, on their little adventure. I kind of, like, yeah. don't care as much about that part of the movie. Yeah, I, I think that the, the first half of this movie where they really, to echo what you just said, like they focus on the relationship between him and George. I thought that this was the stronger half of the movie, for sure. Because mm-hmm. like, it, it kind of, it just kind of devolves into like, yeah, machismo action fest at the end, which is like, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's exactly what you want from a Rampage movie, right? But like, also, yeah, I, want to I don't know, I, I feel better, like there was though. something, yeah. Anyways, so George, uh... George is, is going nuts. He's growing. He's mutating into this giant monster. And they have him in captivity. And uh, he, he escapes because he's hungry, which I, I can sympathize with. <laughs> We've all eat. been there. It's, he starts smashing everything. It's getting ridiculous how long it... He keeps seeing like, we really... We just... We need to feed him. And, like, no one's listening to him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, we should really listen to him. He starts, like, George starts smashing the walls, and Rock's like, get him some food! And everyone's just like, they're just typing away, it's just like, like yeah, whatever, oh, man. <laughs> I, hold on, I'm on a Zoom call, like, I'll get it after, like, buddy! Yeah, I don't know, I was, I didn't feel bad for a single soul no. when George burst out of there. And I, but I did feel bad when the dude shot him from the helicopter with a sniper, that was like, ugh. Yeah. Poor George. Poor George. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's... He's being taken captive. Captive. Cool scene here. Uh, the giant wolf, whose name? What did we say was Ralph? Ralph. Yeah. Uh, Ralph. So Ralph is going absolutely buck wild on this strike team in the jungle. This this is a cool scene. I know. I felt bad for old Joe Manganiello. <laughs> However you say his name, because like I thought, oh, he's. I don't remember him being in this movie, and then it's like he gets totally washed. I I did not feel bad for him at all. I was oh. just like, I cannot, I can't wait to see this guy get his head eaten by this big wolf. And sure enough, that's what happened. It's great. Yeah, they wreck a helicopter or whatever. And like, does that, do they show it yet? Like the wolf's like special power? That was like an interesting addition. Um, well, they kind of go like back and forth, I feel like in this movie between like, cause he has a few special powers, I feel like, like he has like the. Like the porcupine yeah. kind of quills that shoot out. They don't show it here, but they show it in Chicago. But like the scene where he just jumped up and and, and like took out that helicopter in midair, like that was pretty. That was tight. That was yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was fun. This is like the scene was like a little bit of like a horror movie for a minute. It was like they're going in there and it's like a little, you know, there's some spookiness to it. Like what's going on? Classic, classic well, monster movie stuff, I feel like. The Rock and Kate meet the uh, agent Russell, who is played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. This guy's uh, pretty slick. I like Jeffrey Dean he's, in this movie. He's he's very funny. Like he, I I do really like him in this movie. But it's just funny because half his lines are like, "Oh, this old cowboy's gonna go on <laughs> up to here," and, and it's so yeah. it's so ridiculous. But I feel like it meets it actually meets the tone of like what I would prefer of like. Uh, totally slightly over the top character he's kind of you know he's he has like such a smug look on his face the whole movie like he's just smirking like i just i love it i i actually i really like jeffrey dean morgan just in general but yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought he was he was probably the best guy in this movie i thought him and the rock 
Him, I would say George, us, then him. Us assholes got to stick together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had That's a good, great. good dynamic, for sure. I'll tell you one thing, though, that I did not like, and this is, like, a thing throughout this whole movie, is, like, there, there are moments of, like, and I don't mean to pick on them, but, like, Marvel dialogue, where they just uh, yeah. put Marvel dialogue in the movie <laughs> when it doesn't fit, and it stands out really awkwardly. And I think they do that because, obviously... As you said, Marvel people will eat anything up. But like, so there's this moment. I think where that's just tension. It's the, you know, it's just the trend now. So it's it it starts to be in every type of movie, you know, it, it, like it, and it just it, like it doesn't fit like it doesn't fit at all. So like there's this tension between Jeffrey Dean and Rock and it, it's just like, OK. And then they start going off about like, like, take me out of these handcuffs and we'll find out. And then like you have you have Naomi Harris quipping like. Oh geez, I guess it's. Are you surprised he didn't take you out of the handcuffs? And it's like, did we need this? Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it. I said it out loud when I was watching it about some line. I can't remember, but you know, someone basically does the equivalent of the worst case is. Just I, going, I guarantee like, you, I know. Don't they go like, well, that just happened, or like, well, that's that's a thing, you know, <laughs> like. There, there are two lines, and I wrote both of them. Okay, because I'm forgetting. We'll, we'll get them. there. Yeah. I hate yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I think I'm so over it. You know, I used I do remember thinking at some point, like, because there are some movies that do it well, I think. But it's like, oh, yeah, like every character in every movie now is like a snarky asshole, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of what I mean. Like vulnerability, like just, yeah, I don't know. No, er- I don't know. No I, earnestness. I think- like. That's I I want some yeah. like I know we're making a movie about I I want it to be a silly movie but like let's you know it's fun when they take it a little seriously like even if the movie isn't great that makes it almost better you know that you you took it seriously and like you tried to ha- like write a character you know it's like it's sometimes fun if if a serious character is in a silly movie I don't know yeah, I don't know. I I think that it's there's just fatigue from these this Marvel formula. Like it's been it's been 15 years of the MCU, you know, and like every movie has copied so much of what the MCU has done because of how successful the MCU has been. It's just like enough. Right. Like enough. Like how how many characters so, are just like quippy the Tony Stark like snippy, I'm an asshole yeah. but I'm funny. <laughs> like yeah. We need more characters like Captain America. Is what we yeah, need. he's not. A- I never got. I never got sick of watching Captain America in the MCU ever. I yeah, I'm with you. I like some yeah for sure. Well, we find out a little bit about Kate. She was a former geneticist for Evil Corp, and she was sent to jail <laughs> for trying to destroy that shit. So good for Kate. Uh, and then yeah, everyone's on like a, a helicopter. So Jeffrey Dean has George on a helicopter, which seems like the worst idea in the world, and it definitely is. Because the evil guys like turn on what are they like a signal or something like that they turn they, on which they have like a whole draws all the monsters in. on top of the Sears Tower, <laughs> the Willis Tower or whatever. Uh, that like it plays like a noise that like bothers the animal and that that rocks. I I like that. Yeah, well, I love it. It's like because <laughs> I think like obviously they're thinking well we'll lead them here and we'll catch them. But it's so funny to think like. Is the middle of downtown Chicago the best place to try to capture them? Like, couldn't you have put it in like a field somewhere and like I don't with know. like a trap? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's like in this movie they destroyed the Sears Tower, and I'm sort of thinking like, well, <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen? 
Um, and that's what I mean. Like that's that's actually awesome. I think, but uh, <laughs> like like yeah, let's just we should recognize how silly that is. Uh, by the way, the feds are are raiding Evil Corp's headquarters right now. It seems like these guys are pretty are pretty suspicious, and everyone knows that they're pretty suspicious. Yeah, yeah. The um, the press attacks are starting to increase against them. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I feel kind of bad for saying this, but like, I think I just I don't think that Malin Ackerman is that good of an actress. Maybe I just haven't seen her in the right roles. But like, I was not very impressed with her in this movie. I think she's the weak link in the Watchmen, and, um, and to be fair, I can't really think of other movies that I've seen her in. So I, I guess it's just these two. But I, can't, I don't know. I man. really can't think of any. Um, and this, I don't know. It's like thought she was fine in this, but I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so she's in Billions, actually, which I've heard is a, a really awesome show. So maybe oh, I don't know. The maybe Rock? that's a cool movie. He's in that, right? I, I, no, 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 no. I don't think The Rock is in that. You know, you're thinking of. Um, Oh, what the hell is that called? I can't think of the the show that it was oh, called. The the, this one has Ballers. Uh, Paul Giamatti. Ballers, yeah, Ballers. Oh, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, this one has okay. Paul Giamatti and and the guy that was in Homeland. I can't remember his name. Damien something. He okay, he was awesome okay. in that show. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I, I see. Don't she's I don't know if I'm sold stuff. on Malin Ackerman. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't have. I don't have much of an opinion from this other than like, yeah, it was. She's kind of like a funny menacing villain i guess i don't know she she was in a movie called chick fight which looks awesome actually so it's alec baldwin it's got, it's got alec baldwin f- and bella thorne and kevin nash oh my god this sounds like a classic yeah it's got like incredibly low scores on imdb this this sounds good chick fight okay we might have to check this out <laughs> yeah okay sure um all right so anyways, we got we got this helicopter which has George and George is now going ape shit on the helicopter. <laughs> and of course this helicopter is going down, the plane crashes, but somehow The Rock and Kate and Jeffrey Dean are parachuting out of the plane. Got to love it. Yeah, yep, yeah, that's a good um I don't know, it's a good scene like where they're like um I don't know how like this really works. Well, they're kind of floating around, you know, that was kind of fun. Yeah. I thought it was a fine scene. <laughs> like the scene, Good. the scene where he starts freaking out, like when they turn on the signal, I was like, Oh shit. You know that it just gave, it did give that feeling of like, Oh no. But, oh, yeah. but then, yeah, this is also like where to me, the movie kind of takes a downturn for a little bit. I think uh, I wouldn't say quite yet. Cause I think that when we land, like when the heroes land, so First of all, there there's a scene where The Rock is just like, "Sorry, George," and I was just like, "Come on, like, can we can we sell this a little bit more? <laughs> like, you you feel like George just died, like he's he's your best friend, and it's just like, sorry, George. That's what I mean when I'm just like vulnerability, like show show something. But anyway, so the backstory of George was so sad. I thought how like the poachers were butchering his mom and stuff. I thought that was a great scene and. E- like kind of low hanging fruit because like I said like it's so easy to empathize and feel for animals because like they don't do anything to anyone but it- this is good I like it yeah that's what I mean like um, I don't want to make this comparison again but it happens in a lot of Seagal movies where like he identifies with like a really vulnerable like maybe like like there there'll be a movie where they're like polluting 
some Native American area, and he, like, you know, they'll have a scene where he's, like, saving this, like, Native American guy who's getting bullied. You know, it's always, like, they put him with some, like, you know, vulnerable, like, thing to kind of sympathize with, but, like, his, it's just, like, his character, you don't really actually feel, like, that he cares about it. Except that The Rock is actually charismatic... (laughs) So like, what's what's going on here? I I think it's just because it's just shallow all overall, you know. Well, this next scene, goo, oof. The Rock and Kate are are doing their thing, and they're they're telling each other about themselves and their history. And Jesus Christ, this is lame. Oh yeah, yeah. I well, she had the backstory of. I think her brother got killed or something. Yeah, this is like they did it in um, the James Franco had this backstory in Planet of the Apes, uh, the one he was in where like the family had like a sickness. So he's like developing, right? He's like developing a cure for it. But instead he makes like, you know, this thing that makes apes go ape shit. Um, right. Ayo. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's another. That's a thing where it's like that can that can make sense or it could also seem like low hanging fruit. I don't know. Maybe it well, it doesn't like, need to be that deep, I guess, like for the monster movie. <laughs> but it I, I, I feel know. like yeah, I, I feel like the premise is fine. It's low hanging fruit, but it works. It's fine. It's just like it's not very good. It's just kinda shitty. Yeah. Um, I feel like we wouldn't care that much if uh it was like, you know, the monster <laughs> scenes were a little better, you know. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, You'd be like, yeah, yeah this, whatever, it, and move on. Like, let's this is where I would identify this movie is is kind of falling a little bit here, <clears throat> where it starts to plummet. Because there's there's a scene after this where so they they're all in the Rock and Kate are basically being held in captivity, um, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan lets them go, and as they're escaping. The Rock is just rocking, like he's just doing rock stuff. He fights guys in the alleys, being quippy. This is a big just, arm. Let let it put you to sleep, you know. Right. Just I was just like, I don't know. Like, do we need this? Like, you know, I I feel like I feel like the movie is so concerned with getting these moments of where like we got to show the Rock doing rock stuff, or like we got to have these witty Marvel quips or whatever. Uh-huh. It's just like they just feel so forced, and it's just like I don't know if we need this. Like, it just it feels lame. Like. Take yourself a little bit seriously, even if you're in this big dumb movie about fucking monsters. Like, I don't know. They they just don't work for me. It's sort of like but The Rock gets a goddamn helicopter. So I guess what do I know? <laughs> it's sort of like uh, like I I don't just need you to joke about how like The Rock is like cool and strong. It's like how about you just like you know show him doing like cool strong stuff <laughs> yeah know? yes exactly <laughs> and exactly yeah it's like it feels it's try hard a little bit yeah i don't know it's it's just like it's like okay like yeah we we get it like he the rock is so awesome and he's and he's funny and cl- like i don't know just we we've seen it like we we don't need these stupid lines like we can see that the rock is like fucking jacked and can easily <laughs> snap these dudes like twigs like he i don't know he doesn't need to. He doesn't need all this extra garbage yeah, with it. But it's tired. I don't know. I guess maybe if you're like a really big fan of it, which is why I think his movies do so well. Is like there's just there are just people who just you know love The Rock, which I get, and so it's like they'll turn up because he's doing his thing. You know, yeah. 
and and people like oh, it because I mean, they kind of like they like to go. Yes, he is really strong. He is really jacked. He is really funny. I I agree with that. It's kind of like Ryan Reynolds. Like I feel like if you like Ryan Reynolds' stick, then yeah. he does that every movie he's in, uh, and it can be yeah. funny in the right movie. It can't really funny. I agree with you. Yeah, but overall, it's like the overall trend is like yeah, what kills you? Right. Well, it's just like. Okay, I love chicken wings, Goo. I love them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like them. But I don't want to eat them every day for dinner. I just don't. Because yeah. eventually I'm going to be like, God, I'm sick of these chicken wings. Right, yeah. And I I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, going back to the Arnold thing, it's like, even Arnold, he, he, like, you'll see it, but it's like presented in a totally different way, you know? Or like, it, well, and even like the movie itself goes like completely... I think of, you know, a movie like Total Recall or something where it just goes totally insane, you know, where I feel like, well, you mentioned he gets this helicopter and I was thinking about how the Rock's character in San Andreas is he's a helicopter pilot, right? Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, one of my friends posted on Twitter uh, that he also flies a helicopter in Journey 2 or whatever uh, by the same guy. And it's like... Yeah, the Rock is, he's always flying a helicopter. He's always doing the same thing. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you think that the Rock can, like, legitimately fly a helicopter? No. You know how, like, sometimes, well, hear me out. You know how sometimes, like, like actors can do stuff so it's kind of written into the show? Like, like uh, Ed Helms can play the guitar or whatever, so it's, like, written into the, the show. <laughs> oh, so you just think, like... Maybe the Rock can fly a helicopter. No, I just think it's another one of his things that it's just, like... That's just like a thing a cool guy can do. He's, he he's just like this looks fucking sweet. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's like, yeah, it's just like one of my many skills. And that's like, if you're a cool guy, like that's a skill you would definitely have. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can fly a helicopter. I'm pretty cool. Well, in this one, he doesn't know how totally he's like, or he used to because he was special forces. But they do a little joke where he's like. Uh oh! Oh no! I got it. And then like it doesn't, you know. I the maybe does it crash? I don't remember. But it doesn't really like kind of. You don't really ever. I actually, I, I, I thought that this joke was actually okay because he was just like, I got it, I got it. Wait, I'm getting like I, I was like, okay, like this is this is fine. Like, yeah, this is good. Like it wasn't like the it wasn't silly silly shit. It's funny. You know? Um, yeah, but you do think like, oh, is this to establish like some tension? You know, he's flying, but he can't really and like maybe they brought it up but i yeah it didn't really yeah no vulnerability still i think well we get to chicago and yeah baby third the third animal comes in it's a giant fucking alligator and here's the line goo well that sucks yeah, rock that whip says the alligator comes up. Was that the one? That was probably the one. No, there, there's one more. Okay. There's one more. Actually, there's two more. That might have been when I said out loud, like, why is why that's that's the Marvel line. Like the other ones, I think you can chalk up to the general like runoff of that sort of humor, you know. And it's like, okay, yeah. every, you know, that's just how humor is portrayed in movies, I guess now. Um, but that one, I was like, uh, there, there are three Marvel lines back to back to oh, back. No. In this okay. What are sequence. Yeah. What are they? Oh, uh, we'll, we'll get there. I don't want to, I don't want to give them away all at once. we got to enjoy them. <laughs> I'm, I, so. I'm not opposed to like humor in movies. You know what I mean? Like men in black. Will Smith is 
quipping the whole movie, but it's very funny, you know, like, yeah, it like his character is clever and funny. He's not just going, well, damn, there's an alien, <laughs> you know, what I mean? <laughs> do you remember, Some, do you remember in, sometimes. Uh, it would in Men in Black, like you try to get their attention finally, like, hey, old dudes, fuck that cracked me up every time. <laughs> <It> still does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good lines in that one. Oh, that movie rocks. I I was actually listening to the Men in Black song last night. I mean, what a fucking awesome <laughs> That's song a jammer, that yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, all right. So Rock Rock and uh Rock and Kate are by the way, so George and, like, and Ralph, like they are just ripping the shit out of Chicago. This looks pretty cool. <clears throat> just chaos. I did I love, like uh, it. This is great stuff. They're yeah. um there's like they're like grabbing the there's like good like tag team moves. I feel like like they're throwing the helicopters yeah. around, and it did. This is where I had like the most feeling of the game, where you're just like totally raising havoc, like fucking shit up, like kicking dudes. <laughs> I wish there was more, even more, you know. But it was pretty good. This is like the best seed so far. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So they're they're doing their thing. They're rampaging all over Chicago. Rock and Kate are just like we're gonna go to Evil Corp and we're gonna get the antidote. And oh, also the military is gonna like drop a, a nuke on Chicago in, in thirty minutes. So the time, the clock is ticking here, Goo. <laughs> They're gonna nuke Chicago. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is also good. Uh, so Malin Ackerman comes up and shoots the rock in the dick. I think <laughs> like it looked like she shot him right in the dick. Okay. And I was like, Jesus Christ! I remember that. But the rock completely. <laughs> completely no sells it like they they don't mention it again for the entirety of this movie the the rock comes up later he's just like well the bullet missed all my vital organs and that's it he's fucking healed that's what i'm telling you i uh, believe that the rock might not have a dick i don't know i sam sam tried to tell me that she shot him in the gut but i'm pretty sure he got shot in the dick he might not have any internal organs i think it's kind of like a Ken doll or something. He, you take off the pants and it's just like a... He's pure protein. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is the second Marvel line here. But I, to be honest, I actually forget the context of it. I just wrote it down. But I think it's when George, the the gorilla, eats Malin Ackerman. He fucking that eats was, her. That was which the is best great. part of the movie. I felt like. Which also... so, But the line here is... Well, that happened. Really? They said that? Yeah, that I don't remember that. I might have been, like, still... Because I started, when that happened, I started cackling. And I was like, <laughs> I, I kept saying, I can't believe they did that. And it was awesome. And so maybe I missed that line. Yeah, oh, it was there. There's is. You said there's one more, right? There's one more. Is it... Yeah, don't you worry. Is it with the... Uh, the other guy? It's no, it's with the wolf. Okay. Maybe there's maybe there is more than I thought. I, if you have another, we'll get there. Okay. Um. So yeah. So so the rock is shot in the dick. George eats Malin Ackerman, <clears throat> who by the way. So so I actually didn't pick up on this, but um, George was cured, and the the antidote, by the way, it only cures like the aggressiveness. It leaves all the superpowers and stuff like that, but. So I guess that when George ate Malin Ackerman, he also ate the antidote. So that's how yeah, he was cured. That was um, I I didn't pick up the on the scientist. I forget her name. Like that, her strategy because she like 
slipped the thing in her purse. Into her purse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess that yeah. was good enough. That makes sense. That's fine. Oh, by the way, also, Jeffrey Dean is, is getting the, the laptop from, from Pete from the office and fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Pete's like, here you go, and it runs out and a fucking boulder just that's, crushes him. That's where I thought the that happened line was from. Because I remember thinking... At that point, like, why would this of all characters be the guy? He would not talk like that. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Because I, I just wrote down, I wrote down, that happened in quotes, <clears throat> awful. You don't need all these quips. I actually didn't write down what scene it was. It's already. So it was either for the George scene or that scene. It's already funny. Because they both, both of the characters have these really over the top, like, almost mean deaths, you know, or like they sacrifice her. For that, and then downstairs, it's set up really funny. Where the guy's like, he's like, "Why don't you just give me that laptop, and I'll let you go?" And he's like, "Oh, okay, sure." He's just like, "Yeah, that's gonna work." Uh, and then he's like, "And also give me the rat or whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, I, I hate this rat," you know. And it's like so silly. And then he runs out, and then I don't know how he he did not plan this obviously, but he gets this perfect karmic death where a piece of the building or something falls on him and just flattens him. And it's so, it's so violent. <laughs> like, well, it's great. not that violent, but like the, it's implied, you know, it's pretty nasty. And then, yeah, but then he goes like, they could have just had him like, you know, react <laughs> to it. You know, that's fine or whatever, or just cut then. But instead they had him go like, it's, it's like they couldn't think, they couldn't think of something funny his character might do or say. So he just goes like, well, that happened. <laughs> even even if he was just like, or like, God damn, yeah. or like, any of that would have been better. Any of that. Right. It's like the situation is already funny. <laughs> like, yes. we don't need to be told that it's funny. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to make sure that you know that that's funny. <laughs> like, please clap. <laughs> that's what it feels like. Uh, so George is cured. George is now fighting for the good guys, and the animals are going fucking nuts. They're still destroying. So, what is that tower? Is that that's the Sears, the Sears tower? tower? Yeah, that's like the biggest building in the city. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, um this is this is kind of cool. Like they get in like the broken chopper, which doesn't have a tail, and they use it to like kind of crash land. It was it was kind of ridiculous, but no, I, I, I was yeah. just like, all right, this is cool. I liked it. I liked the the fighting, the animal fighting. This was though. Like, the whole movie just really is not... It's not, like, a great-looking movie. Like, the animals look fine and stuff. Uh, they look pr- kind of cool, the designs. But, you know, the, it's just, like, kind of a not great-looking movie. But then they crash the Sears Tower, and it's, like... It's, yes. like, 9-11, and there's dust everywhere. And so, like... Very brown. Already very, not good-looking like, movie. And now it's all dusty yeah. and stuff like that. But the fight was cool enough, you know? But there are... You know, I don't know. There's there's better even Godzilla vs. Kong, you know, I feel like a similar kind of movie like het it's not like you know, they're not like breaking any new grounds cinematography wise, but it's like it looks cool, you know, there'll be like fighting and there's like they're in Hong Kong and the lights are all crazy, you know. Like this was like, yeah, we're fighting in a dust cloud. <laughs> so <laughs> But, you know, I get it. Yeah. It kind of masks. I think that's what a lot of movies have now. It's like we're kind of masking. You know, it's it's easier to do the CG if if the if the color tones are muted. You know, these guys aren't going to stick out as much. They kind of blend in. 
And that's just, you know, right. uh, that's the overworked, underpaid, um, you know, churn it out as fast as you can kind of CG, you know, stuff we're getting, unfortunately. This kind of like, I was watching this and I, I had a weird thought, but I was just like, fuck, like, this makes me appreciate like Jurassic Park in like the Lost World because like those movies looked so good. Like the mm-hmm. C- like the CGI dinosaurs look so good. Like the settings were all cool. And like, granted, you were in a jungle. You weren't in like a smodge, like crush building or whatever. But I kind of had that thought while I was watching this. But yeah, uh, yeah. There, so every, we got like some some insane stuff going on here. The Rock is running around, even though he was shot in the dick, and he was running around with a gun, and he's. I think Ralph the wolf is dead, but Lizzie the crocodile is still going. Yeah, it's interesting. So they had to like. Like, there's a lot of, like, factors you gotta weave into here, because it's, like, it's a game about three animals just, like, wrecking everything, but it's, like, how do we have a story with the main character? But then it's, like, so then they had to take, but they also have to take one of them out so you can have, like, a final fight. But then, like, The Rock has to be involved, (laughs) you know what I mean? So, I think they did a good job with, like, the story of that, though, like, weaving those elements together. Yeah, see, I I lied. The the Ralph isn't dead yet because here we have our final Marvel quip. So he has like little bat gills, and Rock looks at him and he's like, "Of course the wolf flies. Oh, they fly now. <laughs> they fly now. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. The- yikes. 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 It's like, it's like someone's there writing what happens in the movie, and then they go. They also write like. Can you believe I wrote this? It's like, yes, it's a goofy sci-fi movie. <laughs> I can believe it. Uh, it's, yeah, tons of shit going on. Final fight. Uh, the wolf dies somewhere. I, I didn't see his die or his death, but uh, it's not he's gone somewhere as here. dramatic as uh, Lizzie, I think is the lizard's name, as, as Lizzie. their death. So, so George... George, the 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 gorilla, who's now a good guy again, but with his superpowers, he gets like implanted with like a, a spear and he's like, he's like basically dead. He might as well have got shot in the dick too. So both him, both George and Rock were shot in the dick. <laughs> and both of them literally just shrug it off and this, this George, he just comes up and he spears Lizzie through the eyeball. Pretty good. With like this giant spear. This was, this was pretty cool, but I was just like. Weren't you shot? Weren't you stabbed? Like, was there like a hello? motivational? I don't remember if there was like, do you see your friend in peril, and so you get the adrenaline. I don't. I don't really remember how it went down. I just remember being like, that was good, cool. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it was cool. It was cool. They can <laughs> overcome a lot of pain. I guess is the moral of the story. And as a nice little bonus, Chicago is not going to get nuked. Ooh. Oh yeah, they had like you a ticking like time clock, like. Yeah, <laughs> you even had to be like he had to like be like get me the get me the general and he's like, look the ape is good now he's gonna help us just give us the time and they're like because they're like you know and then it's fine like George is left and they're like okay well, he can still exist in this world now I guess and he starts helping people down out of the buildings and you know. They're like, fine with that rocks. Hopefully George doesn't, you know, immediately go to some, you know, they don't capture him and start doing experiments on him or something. Oh, dude, that's exactly, you know, that's exactly what's going to happen. So the ending of this movie, what did you think? Because like, I was just like, 
oh, okay, George, George isn't going to make it. And I was like, let's, let's see some like emotion to, from the rock here. And like this, this payoff, like his friend has valiantly died. And it turns out that it was just all a big joke. Yeah. George is fucking with us and he's fine. It was funny though. (laughs) I thought, I don't know. I did. I was like, yeah, the rock's crying, I guess. I don't, I didn't really buy it necessarily, even though I felt like they had a decent chemistry i just was like okay yeah the, he's dead and then when he gives him the finger or whatever i i don't know i maybe i just can't get enough of, of a of a monkey or an ape giving the middle finger <laughs> i think it's great well that's that's basically the movie george <laughs> is fucking with us and he was alive and we get a happy ending we find um, out that uh you know the their friends him and the him and the doctor the scientist she's part of his tribe right. And then, you know that was that was pretty funny when George did like the whole like uh, uh, I don't even know how you just, like the the finger the yeah like, gesture. The, like are you fucking finger or whatever yeah that was good I like that the, that was good I remember seeing that in theaters and that everyone loved it all the kids <laughs> went crazy <laughs> oh that's that's funny that's that's good stuff yeah so yeah it was, it was slapstick it was. It was fun. I mean, I you know, I, I feel like in general, like we, we kind of criticize The Rock for playing it safe and, and he does in this movie. But I mean, at the same time, this movie certainly goes down easy, right? Like it's it's uh, yeah, to me, it reminds know, it, me it, of, it's, it's fun. It's a, it's like. um, Yeah, it's like the just the overall it's kind of the start of the trend of a lot of current video game movie things where it's like they're a little less ambitious and i think most people i've seen who've seen this movie are like yeah it's fun it's fun like it's a little schlocky but it's it's like lighthearted and fun and i think like people are accepting of that whereas like there are other great you know like we've said a lot there are a lot of other video game movies you could say that about but people are just like oh my god this is the this is an affront to nature that this movie exists and it's like are you serious? You know, like, calm down. Yep. Um, Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. Come on. Did this movie did pretty well at the box office? Did uh, four hundred twenty eight million against a hundred and twenty million dollar budget? So it it made its money. So that's good. Um, kind of what you'd expect on Rotten Tomatoes: fifty one percent from critics, seventy two percent from audience. So that's also good. Yeah, I don't know. I would. I, I would recommend this movie like it's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if, if we're talking thumbs up, thumbs down, I mean, I'd give it a, a thumbs up. You know, I, I think that it's like, you know, it, it goes down easy. And if you like the rock movies, you'll like this movie. And if you want to just like zone out and watch a bunch of animals crushing shit, then like that's a, this movie. Like, I feel like this movie is, is fine in every basically in every aspect. I feel like it's fine. Maybe it's not great. Sometimes it might not even be like that good, but it's fine. And a lot of times it is like pretty good. So this would be like a good movie to just like catch on. Like people don't really watch TV, but you know, you catch it on TV or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Put it on while you do laundry (laughs) or something, you know, it's, it's like fun enough. Like really, we're like picking on certain things and like, yeah, there are a lot of bad overall trends with movies that, that I gripe about, but you know, I'm not like, I, it's not like debilitating me. <laughs> like I can, I can handle it. You know, I it's, yeah, it's, it's a little silly fun. It's fun. Yeah. I, I think that this is, 
I don't know. Where where would you rank this in terms of of rock movies? I in feel terms like of rock. I don't know. I feel like for me, I, I haven't seen all the rock movies. I actually I want to see Skyscraper, even though I feel like it's going to be the exact same movie. Yeah. I feel like that's his last big movie I haven't seen, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like this is like a a good rock movie. I think I think I might have liked San Andreas maybe a smidge more, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. Certainly better than like Central Intelligence or like uh, uh, Baywatch or actually I kind of like Baywatch. Yeah, it's kind of like such a shitty movie that it was kind of it was kind of awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I would. I feel like it would probably. Um, it would be at the top of like these kind of like samey movies we're talking about. It would be like the gatekeeper to the ones below it and then above it. Yeah. Okay. Above it to me would be like the ones where he's like more unique, you know, like doom or something like that. Or I, you know, right. I, you know, I like him in fast five and, um, I'm trying to think what else, like even like, even like his early movies, you know, where he's. It's kind of establishing this, but it's they're still more unique, like the rundown or whatever I, is probably better. I, I don't even know. I, like when I say rock movies, I, I, I'm not even sure I would count like Doom or the rundown or like you're, the two oh, you're referring to like the genre rock movies. I, I think I am because yeah, okay. like those movies are like movies with the rock if that makes sense. Whereas like a rock mo- like this is like the formula for like a rock movie, I, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if that made sense or not. Yeah, but, no, uh, it does. Yeah, I get that. So, uh, yeah, of his, like, movies that are, like, the ones where it's, like, super monitored by him and his, like, yeah. his sort of style. <laughs> um, Yeah, this is probably one of the best. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, for sure. Not, I don't know, your mileage may vary <laughs> on... Uh, on what you think of that, it's but like, it's like know. the top of a C tier hump of movies, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think that I like I like what you said about Gatekeeper because I I feel like I've seen better rock movies, but I've certainly seen worse rock movies. So it's like kind of like the if you if you beat this mid card act, you're probably going to get a main event push. Right. Yeah, and for him, it's been it's been a miss, which stinks. I want him to, I want him to have like a an Arnold moment, you know, where he, he actually works with someone like, you know, James Cameron or something, you know, like a really ambitious filmmaker instead of just, you know, his company where he kind of churns. He's, he's like more or less, it seems like responsible for these movies, you know, like the director doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm looking at, you know, maybe I I haven't seen Moana. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. I have seen that. Maybe that could be well. Maybe not then. No, if you're saying that one but. works. It's kind. Of, I mean, it is like it, it's it's another dis. It's Disney, so it, like even that, it kind of has a similar. If you've seen like a Disney kids musical, it you've kind of seen this one. Um, but right, he's like you know he's that like side character. Well, he's like a main character, but you know he's like the genie. Where it's like we got this charismatic celebrity to kind of come in and. And be fun, you know, or he's like Eddie Murphy and Mulan or whatever, you know, he's that kind of role. And he's he's I think he's fun in that movie for sure. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I, I want to see a little bit more out of the rock, like like him and be cool or get smart. And I didn't even really love those movies mm. necessarily, but like at least it was a little bit different. But like 
Like, I'm looking at the Rock movies, and, I, like, Red Notice, Hobbs and uh, Shaw, uh, Jumanji, Jungle Cruise, Baywatch. Like, these yeah. these are basically, like, the same movie. I th- You should check out, I told you to check out a while ago, Southland Tales. Uh, it's a really, that that's one of his earlier movies from the early 2000s, and it's done by the guy who made Donnie Darko, and it's, like, kind of this weird, like, over-the-top, huh. like, kind of political movie. And The Rock, he actually plays, like, a a celebrity he's like an actor i think who like has like political ties too so it's kind of like it's kind of like a good i don't know he like kind of almost plays like aspects of himself like he kind of embodies the role like the early version of him it's really good uh he's really good in it huh. too oh and that's uh is that with sean williams yes yeah it's it, this the three lead roles are him sean williams scott and um oh who else was in that uh, this this cast is unreal. So Sarah Michelle, Michelle Gellar, yeah, right, right, yeah. Justin Timberlake, Mandy Moore, like holy. It's moly. a really weird. Like if you've seen Donnie Darko, it's like really weird and like oh, yeah. psychological and like what's going on. But it Christopher Lambert, wow, yes, Kev, Kevin Smith. Eh. Oh yeah, Kevin Smith. They like, they like put a bunch of prosthetics on him too. It's really weird. Um, All right, but yeah, it's there's like. I don't know. It's like really over the top. It's really wild and like yeah, it gets into like all kinds of like political stuff. Um yeah, I I I can't I can't just me describing it would do it a disservice. You just got to check it out. But it's like that's like even if you don't like that movie, like I I feel like that's just like what I like about like that kind of part of the rock's career cuz it's like maybe he was just more different stuff, yeah. Yeah, like definitely outside the box and like his character. I mean, the Rock. The Rock would never, never do like that. That Tooth Fairy movie now, like ever. Yeah. And I and I feel like in later parts of Arnie's career, that was kind of what was fun about him was like he's like he was so confident in himself that he was like, okay, like I, everyone knows I'm a badass, and now I can do Jingle All the Way, or I can do, you oh, know, right. Kindergarten, uh, what, cop kindergarten Cop. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's like everyone knows how tough I am, so like I can be a little bit more silly and and vulnerable and like. In this different kind of role, and also, I don't know, like I don't know, maybe maybe Black Adam will be a little bit different, although I'm not really sure. Like I, I'm hoping that Black Adam is like a really intense role, like yeah. no no bullshit, no quippy stuff. Like, but I, I'm not sure how realistic that is. But yeah, also um, yeah, like that would be cool too to see a character. Doom had that where he's like kind of detestable. It feels like The Rock doesn't yeah. want you to think. Even when he's portraying a fictional character, that he could like be a bad guy. Yes, that's a great, um, great point. The Rock, like, if he was like a villain, like that, that, that would be awesome. He like so like by the end of Fast Five, he like kind of turns to like their side, the good guy's side. He's kind of like this, um, what do you call it? tweener throughout the whole movie. But when they introduce him, he's like he he's got a goatee, and he's like he's like he, I don't know, he's just like these fucking guys, we gotta bring them down, you know, and he seems, like, he seems like a major asshole, but then by the time you get to Hobbs and Shaw, he's, he just looks like The Rock, and he's got a cute daughter, and he's a family man, and everyone likes, and he's got his family, and he's, like, you know, pretty much squeaky clean, except that he might say, like, fuck once in a while, or whatever, but it's like, they, even in this series where he did have an established, unique character, he became The Rock by the end of it. Yep. Yep. I don't know. Get a hard I, edge, Rocky. I want to see. 
I want to see him challenge himself. If you're listening to this, Dwayne Johnson, you challenge yourself in your next movie role, he can't, okay? Because he's got to run for president someday. <laughs> so he's gotta he's gotta have the persona. He wants he wants to make you think like if he was on Air Force One instead of Harrison Ford, like he would save the day, you know? Man. I don't know. I I feel like we've uh we've talked about the rock and and, and everything here. This movie is fine. You probably know before you ever watch a trailer, a minute of this movie, whether you're going to enjoy this movie or not. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know? There it is. There it is. That's Rampage. Any other final thoughts before we get out of here? No, yeah, it's a good, good uh, thumb, thumbs up for sure. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Doing a whole episode where we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I think that two things can be true at once. We're like, it's it's a fine, easy, easy to digest movie. It's fun. It's yeah, it's fine. But like, you also can want a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yep, that like, that's the perfect description. It's like, I wish it was better. <laughs> yeah, um, it's still good, but I wish it was better. So there we go. Nobody's saying that about virtual theater, though. Let me tell you oh, that, no. especially over on Patreon.com forward slash virtual theater, where. The content is just raining down there. We've got Captain N episodes. Uh, we're actually coming up to the end of season one of Captain N. It feels like it's been a long time. It's been a an journey, eternity, yeah. in fact. <laughs> so, yeah, we got that uh, coming to its conclusion soon. And uh, lots of good stuff over there. Lots of bonus shows. We, Unique stuff. We just started yeah. our our Bret Hart retrospective, which I'm excited to get Bret back Hart, into. So. We talked about doing more yeah. albums, too. We, we did an album review in yes. October or November, and I think we're we're cooking up another one soon, I think. Oh, and I've been reading yeah. more. Uh, I've been reading The Long Halloween, so I think we'll do a... More. Oh, we definitely got to do something on that. Yeah. yeah. that. Oh, I'm excited for that. Very excited for that. Um, Yeah, that's over on Patreon.com forward slash virtual theater. Um, and we are over on Twitter at Virtual Theater X, at Spateri316, at Gooey Fame. And of course, Virtual Theater is available wherever you get your podcasts. That is going to do it for us today. But uh, we'll be back here soon. And uh, like I said, lots of great stuff over on Patreon. So make sure that you check us out over there. Until next time, everybody, take care. <laughs>